Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That's my brother, Mason, the Bolliff Whack His Pee Williams. And that's my brother, Lucifer Morningstar Williams. Really? That's what the poll decided? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Uh, so get thee behind me, Satan, because we're going to take this conga line straight into narped.com. Ladies and gentlemen. Right off the have top. You, right off the top. Have you ever wanted to pour a bucket of maple syrup down your boss's pants? Mm. Well, now you can. And then you can go to narped.com, which will allow you to send pranks to your friends and family. That's K N. A-R-P apostrophe D dot C-O-M. Visit them today for a special offer. Click the blue microphone in the top corner. Enter the promo code H-I-G-A-I and they will give you some free shit. Who knows? Anyway, let's <laughs> does, let's do who, this. I don't even know what they do. I don't know and shit I'm about making fuck, it up. <laughs> so, um, I'm wondering what you're going to do now that you've already, like, gotten rid of your potential padding. Uh, but that's okay. Anyway, anybody who's listening I've for the got... first time is probably very confused. I've got more padding, I assure you. Mm. Uh, so, you're listening to an invention podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, us two Williams brothers, before your very ears, will invent something. We sure uh, will. Uh, the world's best, perhaps, or maybe it's... Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, well, I know what I'm going to get. It's like uh, bits and bites snacks. You reach your hand in, and uh, out come some drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes, I want a new drug. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, One I that guess... won't try to bite. Mm. One that won't keep his bill in my mail. Mm. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Which are good. Uh, which are... Bad, and which are uh, ours? Which are middle of the road? Some have uh, pros and cons. Maybe it's not wise to paint it such black and white. Can you introduce me to your guy? Mm. Oh, so uh, Mason, I wanted to mention to you that I uh, spoke with legal. Okay, and, cool, um, cool. They exist. Yeah, I wanted to let you know our our hey, I've got an idea show company uh, uh-huh. that we have. Uh, that we are co-CEOs of, yes. Yeah, uh, stay tuned for that uh, IPO. It's gonna be it's gonna be hot. Uh, oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, I talked with legal, and uh, so I feel it's important that mm-hmm. we establish out of the gate that for this drug episode that we're we're designing, uh, mm-hmm. we should uh, we should do some characters where uh, you can be Schmason. And I will be Schmason. I will yeah. be I will be Bluke. Okay, cool, cool. And uh we of course don't uh we're not professionals. We don't know what sort of drugs you should or shouldn't be on, whether it be for uh actual uh you know uh prescribed purpose or or perhaps recreational use. Sure, sure. Uh that's not a thing that we can actually advocate for. Mm-hmm. But uh 
Schmason and Bluke are parody characters. And they sure uh, are. Uh, they're exactly like us in every way, except uh, we, Schmason and Bluke, uh, we'll say whatever the whatever about drugs, and it's not the real world. So how about that? Uh, that that works. Uh, which one am I again? I'm Bluke. Yeah, of course you're Bluke. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So why would okay? I guess I'm Schmason. Uh, well, you know, uh, this is actually uh, Germaine. Uh, I recently was already tapped to design some drugs. I'm sorry. Yeah, you see, uh, my my wife, my beautiful, loving wife, she is so great. Uh, and she is involved in this community uh, where they invent, like, this this whole world. They do world building. They have different characters and different, like, fantasy races and magic and bullshit. Okay. And one of the things that she wanted was my assistance in creating... Uh, uh, drugs, specifically recreational narcotics. And I was saying, well, when you're creating a drug, uh, there's like two major factors that you want to uh, take into account. Like where, well, okay, well three, three really. Uh, the first one, which is really just more cosmetic, is, you know, what is the source of the drug? Uh, what does it look like? How do you take it? The second, uh, and this is more important, is what type of psychological state uh, or experience does that drug cause you to have? And then the third, which is equally important with the second thing, I think, is the sociological perspective of what kind of person takes this drug. Like, how does that drug fit in with society? Is the drug... Uh, legal? Is it gray area? Is it, does it have a religious connotation? Is there a specific music subculture that's associated with it? Uh, do you only take it at parties? You know, etc. Hmm. Now that's, that's some pretty keen stuff there because mm-hmm. I think you pretty much covered the basis of what a fictional drug needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's just sort of uh, open up the floor here. We could design any old kind of drug. We could. What kind of things do you want a drug to do? Well, you know what? We have a rich history of wanting, perhaps not succeeding in, in this respect, but our intentions are good. And we want to create things that improve the world and improve society. So I want to create a drug perhaps even with its own attendant subculture, uh, that encourages good things. Like a drug, sort of like how people uh, used to take ecstasy back in the 90s that makes you just, like, love each other, you know? Before ecstasy got, like, concentrated and turned into Molly and, like, everybody mentions it on pop songs now and it's just part of general, like, drugs and party and alcohol overconsumption culture. But, like, mm. I want a drug that will make you love your fellow human being. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds kind of, like you are saying, like, it sounds kind of like ecstasy. So, ecstasy, is, did we just cut it with shit and now it's more garbage? Is that what we've done? I think, I think what we did with the ecstasy, and this, I think, has been the trend 
with a lot of drugs. Like a lot of people who are into, for example, marijuana will tell you that because we have so much more tech nowadays, uh, because we've got selective breeding and we've got like hydroponics and whatnot, that the weed that you get right now is like a billion times stronger than it used to be back in the 60s and 70s. Mm. And the same thing with ecstasy. Like ecstasy was this fun party drug, you know, back in the 90s in like the rave scene. And then now they they concentrated the shit out of it and they call it Molly instead. And it's basically meth as far as I'm aware. Hmm. That's lame. But also, I mean, I mean, when you try to optimize what you're what you're cooking, what you're growing, uh, I imagine that that's just one of those natural things, the natural inherent evils that happens where you're trying to, like, make a stronger, better product. There's just some side effects to that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like uh, anything else that we work on and create as a species like strawberries for example mm -hmm. we breed strawberries so that they will sell better in stores they are uh, are bigger they they look redder you know they they have yeah. a longer shelf life but yeah. what you sacrifice is like a lot of the natural taste have you ever had a wild strawberry um i don't believe i have i have uh and it was tasty as fuck mm. Uh, we don't know the plight of having to eat that sought-after, uh, you know, soft, supple, sweet banana around mm -hmm. the banana seeds. Like, the banana yep. seeds are now just imperceivable, and down the gullet they go. Yep, bred those out ages ago. You can't plant a banana seed that you get out of a grocery store banana and expect to grow a banana tree. Like, the banana trees, it's like with potatoes. They're all grown from cuttings. Yeah, which okay. is why uh, the bananas that you have now are different from the bananas you would have had 100 years ago, because that species of banana actually died out similar to the Irish potato famine, because they didn't have the genetic diversity required to stave off blight. Yeah. So. Um, hmm. What's interesting about this drug that we would potentially kind of want to try to design mm -hmm. here is that. Uh, we get caught up in what our, our mission statement sort of is that like whatever the thing is that we're going to invent, it might be either too specific or not specific enough. And mm -hmm. if we were to design, say we're to design like a character, it's like that that's too in, un, in specific, unspecific, which is it? Non-specific. Non-specific. A-specific. Anti-specific. Anti-specific. It is too anti-specific. The well, an anti-specific character would erase specificity in others. Like you would encounter him, and your traits would begin sloughing off. My point being, <laughs> is like some sort of leprosy-inducing. But like for for specificity no. of yourself, like no. you just become no. grayer and grayer. Like no. oh no, I'm losing my backstory. I no longer have a middle name. Oh, that distinctive scar is gone. Oh, someone's oh. just turning my contrast meter down. <laughs> just getting grayer. Oh, and my color is just all white. Yeah, okay. I no, no longer no. have likes or dislikes. We are getting we're getting too far away from this. Though. I don't my, have my, a zodiac sign. My point. <laughs> my I don't have a blood type. <laughs> I was never born. Okay, no, that's not my point. My point is, is that with character, like with the concept of like to design a character, it's like, well, okay, you got to narrow down 
what this is for and what kind of you know character you want to make and it's like that's that's too that's too not refined enough and similarly mm-hmm. like, with drug it's like are we talking about a drug that we would wish we could take are we talking about for a particular story because if it was for a story it could be a good drug or a bad drug doesn't matter so long as it serves the purpose of the story well okay okay so i'm gonna nail it down a little bit uh we're not talking about a medication uh much like some people claim with uh with weed i'm gonna say there could be benefits to it but those are a side effect uh what you primarily take this drug for is to be happy and feel good and i'm going to say that this is a drug that is primarily a good thing uh i want to make a drug that encourages people to have a good time and that it's relatively healthy and doesn't make your teeth fall out Mm -hmm. but as with anything as soon as it's out of our hands I imagine there will be some very nasty people who will make like the crocodile version of it Ugh. and it'll just be the worst and like there'll be junkies on the street. Really can't do anything about that, but on balance it's going to be a good drug. Hmm. Well, I mean, as we're recording this, uh marijuana is like T minus 9 months or something away from becoming illegal. It's Full July. legality here so in Canada. 8 8 8 months. Um so, yeah, there's all this, like, political bullshit or surrounding, like, oh, like, this is going to be this way, that's going to be that way, it's going to be horrible. And, yeah, I imagine what we're going to be able to get our hands on is going to be, like, way more expensive just by virtue of it's now, you Oh, know, it's going to be crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, it's also going to affect, like, going over the border, right? Like, mm-hmm. get ready for every time you want to drive down to, like, Detroit for whatever reason, at the border, they're going to be like, so seriously, you have any weed? Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't get you in trouble. I just want to know, do you have any goddamn weed? For the love of God, you need to tell me if you have weed. Yeah. Man. I am so bored. I just, could you smoke me out in this little booth, please? <laughs> It is real easy to hotbox a booth. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and then like the next car rolls up. It's like, hey, man, do you have any, you know, stuff? Like <laughs> just having a sporter car collecting a little bit of weed from every car. Yeah, uh, like you you don't have to like, confiscate. You just have to pay, give him like a tenth. It's the weed tax, and like at the end of the shift, they all just like hot box it together. It's like, oh man, I got so many stoners today. Really nice. Also, check it out. I confiscated these Cheetos. <laughs> right. So I confiscated a Game Boy. Check it out. I got that Pokemon Ultra Moon. Oh, nice. So um. I mean, we can get we can get into the branding. We can get into mm-hmm. how you take it, but I'm still more so than usual. I'm feeling like I can't quite tell if we're talking about designing this for our fantasy world in which we live right now, like you know the world we talk about us living in 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 this podcast, right? Uh, uh, that being uh, Bluke and Schmason, obviously. Um, right. Or are we talking about this, you know, since it's uh, fantasy anyway, do we, are we designing this for some other universe? Okay, well, you know what, let me, uh, let me run this in reverse. 
let's pretend that alcohol and the consumption thereof doesn't exist and that we together invent alcohol. We'll run through that real quick and invent alcohol at the end of it. And then when we're done that, we'll just run that same process a second time and tweak a few factors and come out with a different drug. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so right now we're in a world where alcohol and the recreational consumption thereof does not exist and has never existed. Schmason, I want to create a drug. Hmm. Okay, well, how about this? What if you could drink it and it was just a liquid? That's cool. Most drugs are smokable, injectable, snortable, but I would like to be able to like have a drug that I could just chug really easily. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so what kind of effects do we want this drug to have on the human mind? Mm, what if it made you kind of woozy, uh-huh. uh, just kind of relaxed you a little bit cool, but cool. but but it sort of you got all kinds of different flavors so you have uh some that make you uh like perhaps a little more chatty or or rowdy or something like that but okay but now some... can, can they be color coded so like oh i'll take the red one that'll make me angry or oh i'll take the blue one that'll make me sad uh it's even better than that uh depending on uh how it's sourced it's got uh-huh. just a whole sort of different couple of effects like some are are uh are more potent and harder to drink mm-hmm. and those you know they have a, a reputation for making more like more tough and and more uh harder uh, to drink sort of like like bubble tea where it's got like chunks in it or no 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 i mean i'm sure that there could be some of these fluid drugs like that mm-hmm. that could be like that, but that's not really what I'm getting at. I'm saying that, like, the creation process comes from different kinds of sources. Okay, so creation process, if it comes from different sources, but, like, it's still the same, fundamentally the same drug at the end of it, like, what what are we talking about? Where does this drug come from? I'm getting a little lost here. <laughs> um, where where does my fake drinkable drug come from, Schmason? How do I make some? Well, what if uh-huh. just by virtue of you taking things like, oh, say, potatoes or uh, like potatoes, uh, barley, I, and I, I hops. could get down on a drinkable. But what the fuck is a hop? Uh, it's a thing that you do when you do just a little leap. Okay, so I take my barley, I jump up and down. Yeah. I get my potato, I jump up and down. And then you, you leave them in a space until they're, they're just kind of rotting a little bit. So, rotting mess of, like, jumped up and down barley and potato with mm. you so far. And I, then... I've, I've created a compost pile, nice. You, you... you... <laughs> Not entirely sure how booze is made. Maybe uh, if you just uh, just made a little soup out of that compost, and there you go. Mm. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I've got a theory. I've got a theory. Okay. What if this fake drug had a lower boiling point than water? So we take our rotten shit, and we put it in a pot, and we heat it up not quite to the point where, like, 
uh, the the water boils out and you get steam, but it's lower down and it's the boiling point of the drug. And then you get the drug coming off as steam and like maybe also some of the aromatics from the rotting potato, rotting wheat, whatever. Uh, and we have that go up. It goes into a little curly tube thing where it cools back down and condenses and then it drips out the bottom and then you have just pure rot drug yeah so it's just been sort of uh processed in that way uh you could even uh say it was uh uh filtered no uh distilled Distilled. sure i like it distillation yes uh that's a good thing to do uh okay so uh how do i take this socially is it just at parties do i take it immediately before driving a car do oh no I no no you you drink well, it when i, I mean, want to get pregnant there might be some people that would say that but i think that this is going to be you know a harmful behavior to combine those things together and so there could be an entire culture based around this fluid mm-hmm. where uh you know there's rooms dedicated to it there's there's buildings dedicated to it businesses that just know the rules of how you serve this up uh and they create a culture around it they want to create an atmosphere around it so wait can i not have this at home in the privacy of my own home i mean you can do i have to go to a room no 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 you you can and in fact uh uh it that that would be like the simpler cheaper way to do it you know when you're paying for the atmosphere and the space and all that uh Mm -hmm. they can mark it up a little bit right um okay. but uh but no there's there's a, an entire culture surrounding this where where they've got different flavors that come out of it so there's different brands that can be associated with it and okay uh, okay uh, so i i roll up into and... this into this room and like the atmosphere is nice it's comfortable maybe there's some you know beanbag chairs Maybe there's like nice music, the lights are low, and there's like a dude who comes up and he's like, hey man, how do you take it? And I'm like, give me the rotty potato juice with like a hit of strawberry bubblegum. And he'll be like, you got it, man. And then I get this drink and it tastes like strawberry bubblegum, but with just just a slight hint of that potato rot chemical mm-hmm. in it and i just knock it back and then i'm woozy and this is the one that i wanted it's not the one that makes you angry this is the one that makes me like want to dance and now hey there's that music and all of a sudden it's way better than i remember it being a second ago i gotta get up and shake my groove yeah thang. it transforms you and perhaps even makes you a better dancer uh, can who's, it, who, who can say it it's would, that subjective yeah. Well, I mean, it would clearly, like, improve your reflexes, your dexterity, your ability to hear rhythm. Oh, man, uh, I want to drink some of this stuff. Your your ability to emote through through gesture. Like, yeah, that, oh, I mean, they'd have to test for it at, like, dance competitions. They'd be like, no, no, you were, you were drinking potato juice. We can't have you on the dance floor. It would be unfair, mm. right? So, yeah, and you could maybe even take these... Uh, rotting juices and uh-huh. and mix them with things that can make them a little bit easier to drink like it, it's harder to drink that rot but but if you mix it with just a regular old sodi pop then suddenly maybe you've got a nice mixed drink well i mean i i can't really chug sodi pop because it's the bubbles that hurts my throat that goes back to what you were saying about some things being hard to drink but uh like there are things that are easy to drink like uh, a milkshake 
if we could put some some rot juice into a milkshake that might be good uh or like oh like hot chocolate if you could get it into like a hot chocolate or an eggnog for christmas mm. that's yeah instead of just regular old eggs which are in our our lovely eggnog that now doesn't we could have, have any eggs and it. rotting potato juice. Maybe we could cut out the middleman and just rot some eggs and put them yes, in. Yes, rotting egg juice. Uh, I'd drink that. Perfect. Okay, this is all cool. This is all cool. So mm-hmm. we need a name. Uh, cool. Uh, you could, you could drink it in like a hall. Uh-huh. Like a, like a rot juice hall. So yeah. like... It could be a cool, cool hall. A cool hall. Hall a cool. Oh, um, uh, the guy that serves, uh, that serves it to you, mm-hmm. uh, that that could be like a, he could be like at a bar, that that could be he could even tend to that bar. Okay, okay, right? I'm with you. I'm with oh, you. Oh, uh, and his name could be Al. Okay, so Al, the the tendy bar guy, mm-hmm. he gives you the call cooler the cool the call hall no the hall of al's hall cool damn it it's on the tip all, of my tongue all cool all it's all cool it's all cool all cool Everything's all cool. cool we made all, all cool. cool all cool all right can we call this a scene now <laughs> i i think we'll call this a scene and okay so uh just take that flip, energy <laughs> flip it and reverse it do the same thing again but now new shit uh and go uh okay so i want to make a drug and i want to be able to take this drug in a new way how can i put a substance into my body that hasn't been done before hmm so heroin <laughs> never heard of it <laughs> no just no that was the fake out okay no okay oh, uh, oh i got it i got what? it what you okay. got okay uh, we already have drugs that you drink. We just made one. Yep. Uh, we have drugs that you inject, that you snort. I want a drug that I can rub on my body, Ooh. like Vicks VapoRub. Hmm. Okay. And that way, make it like a body paint kind of thing. And you got the green one, you got the red one, you draw things on your face, and like as long as that color's still going, you know you're tripping balls. You know what's pretty fun about that is that that, uh, apl- that could appeal to a party kind of culture sure. of like ravers and dancers and stuff, especially if you get like some glow in the dark stuff going or something like that. But that could also apply to like, you know, uh, uh, more tribal warrior types because of like war paint. And, and, yeah. Like and, if you want to take of... it a little more seriously, like you do a big elaborate painting on yourself and mm. like it's all over your chest. And so you are tripping major balls, but also you look fly as hell. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the idea of uh, even this because it's a, it's about how it makes you feel, and we haven't really even gotten into that yet. What mm-hmm. if what if it was also applied to like workout culture and stuff too? So like you you know you don't just have your 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 pre drink and your post drink and what your supplements or whatever, but also like oh I'm gonna just you know just gonna get a little bit of paint on there before I do some of this oh, stuff. Oh no 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 I I get got the feeling jacked. I got the feeling I got the feeling. Okay, what's, what's the feeling? Uh, you know how like with weed for example, uh, you you smoke a bunch of it and then even though the things you're saying are nonsense, you still have that feeling of them being profound. Right. Like that 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 stimulates the mental pathway of feeling that things are profound. Right. This stuff 
it makes you feel noble. Like, when you got this on yourself, you're like, I am a prince. Hmm. Wow. Uh, now, here's what's interesting about that. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing something like that into the world. I wonder... I wonder... Because we want to do good things. We want to make... Yes. We want to, like bring a good thing into the world. Well, I don't want to just be, like, indiscriminate, like, uh, a drug that makes, oh, I love everyone, because that's just going to get used for date rape. I want. I, I don't want something that makes you feel super powerful, because we already have that with PCP, and we see how that goes. That's right. not really what you want. I want something where you put it on, and you're like, yes, I am noble, I have great destiny, I will save the people for I am good and pure and strong. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I no. like I like the idea of it of it potentially empowering perhaps yeah. those that need to feel that a little bit, but there's mm-hmm. no way to regulate regulate that the right way. Right? Like there's Well, yeah, I mean what happens when you take too much of it and you're like these people are like ants before me. Like yeah. that's not what we want. Like you you you, you... Of all the things that people could become from doing a lot of it or even uh, having a stint where they do it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to inspire our our users, if you will, um, to develop entitlement. Like, I, I know okay, that's not we don't, what we you don't want to develop but... entitlement and God complex. No. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Going to bring it back to some legit neuroscience here. Uh, oxytocin. Okay. Uh, oxytocin, you're aware of what oxytocin is? Remind me. Okay, it's a neurochemical that, uh, it, it stimulates empathy and it makes you feel connected to other people, and it is, like... Oh, uh, sorry to interject here, and, like, uh, I'm gonna be careful here, I might uh cut this if I'm being super ignorant, but was that the compound that I guess was, like... Uh, more deficient in those on the spectrum? Uh, possibly, possibly. I, uh, not only those on the spectrum, but, like, uh, other people who have, like, anger management issues oh, okay, will very okay. often, uh, be deficient in this, and you can actually raise it just by, like, uh, laughing with people or, like, having a hug, but also, like, they have, like, you can just distill this. You can just get some oxytocin, and you can actually, like, you have to snort it for it to work, I guess, but it will actually work. But the thing is, uh, if we can sort of underive it, like, take it back a step to some other parent chemical and make it something that gets absorbed by the skin, mm. and then you know, in your body converts itself to oxytocin, then boom, you draw your body paint on yourself. And now all of a sudden you feel great empathy for everyone. You ha- are connected to everyone around you. You, mm. you just, you know so much that, that they are you and you are them and you are one. I like that a lot more. Okay, I think that's okay. a much better emotion to instill in people. Cool. Uh, there's definitely an importance in, Getting people of the world to see everyone in it as, you know, our, our fellow humans. Yep, uh, yep. That's a good thing for the world. So I'm into it. I'm into it. I am also into it. Um, and you know what? Let's let's 
Uh, neuroplasticity. The idea of, like, having the ability to shape your mind, develop new memories, new skills, whatever. Is there a specific chemical associated with that that causes your neurons to be more receptive to that? And can we put a little of that in it? Like, not only it gives you the temporary drug-induced state of empathy for your fellow human beings, but also at the same time, it makes your brain more likely to latch on to the positive experiences you're having and make it more likely to develop good memories and good personality traits of this good time that you're having. Hmm. But, I mean... One of the things I'm worried about with that is that, like, we we, we have to talk about uh, the side effects and stuff, um, mm. and we also have to talk about, like, where where dependency would lie and what that would look like with this drug. And, and Yeah, and because there would be people who would be dependent on it, and there would be people who would, like, dose other people against their will, because let's not... Let's not presume, you know, charity on the part of everybody. Like, there's going to be some people who will dose other people, perhaps without their knowledge. Like, this would be a very easy drug to administer on someone. You just, like, smear it on their hand, and, like, all of a sudden they're tripping. And yeah. if if you can dose somebody with it, then you'd be like, hey, I'm your friend. Yeah, you're my friend. And you want to loan me 20 bucks. Yeah, I do. It's yeah. like, that's not what we want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, you know, I don't want to call it a charm spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's you are now my friend in a glue stick form. It's like, no, we don't want that. Yeah, because, well, that's the thing is that it's not really that either. It's like empathy and charm are on are different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the thing that I would be worried about is like, this is just another human nature conditioning thing. So if someone is using this on the regular and then suddenly the, what they will start to see the real world as, or when they can't get their dosage, uh, it, it will be like, Oh man, when I'm not high on whatever the fuck we're going to call this, um, I stop giving a shit about the world. Yeah. And this is the and real world where bad. people don't give a shit about other people. And I don't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah. We so, like, don't I'm going to take either. this to escape. But then when I come back, I'm meaner. Like, no, we don't want that either. But I mean, let's be honest. There's no way like we're creating just base level a chemical. We are creating a substance. It is going to be impossible for us to create a substance that is not in some way abusable. Okay, but okay. Here's here's another here's another point. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to actually branch into a different direction. Okay, and uh, make a proposition here because this is kind of I think this might kind of be kind of brilliant. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Let's think. Okay, so um, a good portion of the world, mm-hmm. not everybody, because many people will not get this balance right. But a good portion of the world enjoys caffeinated beverage in the morning. We and sure do. And an alcoholic beverage at night. Sure. Because they want to pick themselves up a little bit uh, to make it easier to, to get up mm-hmm. and get uh, uh, get balanced or whatever. And uh, they want to relax a little bit more at night, be a little more social, be a little more open, be a little more relaxed, perhaps not as uh, high functioning as they were throughout the day because they earned it by the end of the night. Now... Right. Um, dear listeners you might have all kinds of different opinions on uh the pros and cons of those but that i am speaking about like the majority of the world 
um, here. Um, and what I'm going to suggest is that perhaps there's another balancing act with a second drug. Okay, so we want, like, the fourth meal of drugs. Perhaps, yes. Or maybe, like, the midnight snack of drugs. Like, this is something that you take when you get up at 2 a.m., and you don't necessarily want to go right back to bed, but you want to feel okay in this quiet moment before you go back to bed. I guess I guess what I'm getting at is, is um, it doesn't have to be literally, like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the alternative is like lunch drugs, and we don't want to make a lunch drug. I don't no, think. No, 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 no. Like you go away on your lunch break, and you come back, and you're covered in body paint, and they're like, "Were you getting high?" It's like, "No, this is legit body paint. I was just, you know, at the fair." It's like, well, really? Because okay. it's just blue. First of all, let's let's name the first one that we're talking about because you you're talking about it being uh, a derivative of oxy, not cotton, uh, oxy tosin, right? O-X-Y-T-O-C-I-N. Okay, so what if we called it, uh, uh, you know, oxytase or oxy... Uh, oxy... Okay, so you're talking something. about the base chemical that becomes oxytocin yeah. when it is absorbed in your skin. Okay. Wh- whatever uh, this thing will be. Uh, well, I know that vitamins... O- oxycream. Uh, pro-retinol becomes retinol, so maybe that's the thing. So this might be like protosin. Protosin. Protosin, yeah. Not protosin, protosin. The accent's in the middle there. I kind of like... I I, kind of like the verb that would derive from that, too, of just like, are you you toasting right now? Like, you you have... Got a, get a toast? Anyway. I got a little toast. But here's... here's I'm feeling toasty. Here's where I'm going with this, is that, um, yes, there's a party party application. Yes, there's, like, a, a recreational application. But the functional application, in my mind, is, like, um, specifically for the service industry, where you really oh. don't want to deal with these entitled people, or even, like... Customer service or something so like that. So I am taking it when I'm on the job. But just a little, just to get you through. Just like mm. just like a little bit on the back of the hand or something. Or like um, under the shirt, like where people won't see it. Perhaps. Like we're, I, I think that there are bright, opaque colors for the recreational market, and mm. I think there's a functional... It's more like a chapstick. Chap, yeah, yeah. And you like, just like, you know what? I just, I can't do this. Give me a sec. And you go out to the smoke pit and everybody else is like smoking cigarettes and you just lift up your shirt for a second and you smear like a little chapstick on there and you're like, okay, I'm going to be good to go. And you come back and you are better able to deal with bullshit for no, like I, an hour. I'm thinking like even just if it was just like a moisturizing cream that's got a little bit of toasting in there and you're, okay. you're also like... You know, maybe there's a little bit of indicator, so it's not completely just just a little bit of an invisible. empathic pick me up. Yeah, an empathic pick me up, right? So yeah. that that gets you through your day, right? Yeah, and and like you, it's it's tough, but you know, you got a little of this, and you're a little more willing to overlook like the mother who brought her six kids to the restaurant and then didn't tip you. You know, you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? She probably just forgot she's having a rough day with all those kids, and you you're you're able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's kind of interesting is that the negative version of this emotion of empathy 
mm-hmm. you could you could describe as something more in the vein of like anxiety, right? And right. sometimes the concept of uh, an emotion of not giving a shit mm-hmm. could be exactly what you need if you're anxious. So perhaps the counter swing here is that like if you're too anxious to sleep, <laughs> is is this going too far in a different direction? Uh, I think like there would be a tweaked version of it, but I could see it where you're, you're up and you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm too worried about my bullshit. And then you just smear like a little of this stuff on you and you're like, you know what? Maybe my bullshit isn't as important because I know overall we're all okay. And then you drift off to sleep and like you're, you're good. Although mm. now it's all over your sheets. No, I was also sp- speaking of like the second drug, the the not tocin drug, but the the other balancing act part, right? So okay, maybe. <laughs> oh, so so you want the inverse? You want there to be an evil parallel universe opposite drug that has a goatee on it that makes you not care about other people at all? It's more. It's more not care about. I like the idea of two chapsticks. One has a goatee. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a night. It's like a morning chapstick and a night chapstick. Yeah, okay. And it's like, it's you have your, uh, you have your. It's, honestly, we're kind of just talking about weed now. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because like, because uh, caffeine in the morning, empathy, empathy hand, toast and cream mm-hmm. during during the day. You're getting into the early evening, you have a drink, and then you can't get to sleep. You put on your night chapstick, uh, or just smoke a joint, and you're out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of hard to improve on marijuana, nature's greatest medicine. Oh, man. It comes from the earth, Schmason. That's true. It comes from the earth. If it's green, how can it be... There's a lot of green things that are bad. Oh, my God. Don't smoke poison ivy, ladies and gentlemen, please. But it's green. It's fine. Don't don't roll around and eat your lawn. Like, fucking, there are bad things from the earth. But cows eat grass, and they're fine. And also, avocados killed them. I've learned that today. What? Avocados kill cows? Don't feed an avocado to a cow. Cause what? We, like, because they're they're toxic to cows, or because the cow's too stupid and it eats the pit and jokes? Like, no, I, I believe they're toxic to cows. Huh. Because we were trying to find out if uh, if a cat, our cat, the cats that I live with now, if if they ate some avocado, is it toxic to them? And it's like, no, it's not toxic to them. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Wait, why is it toxic to cows? <laughs> okay. Who figured that one out? Because like avocados, like. Where are they native to? Like, there must have been somebody who first figured that out. And they were like, oh, I'm going to feed these avocados to my cows. They'll get nice and marbled because all the natural fats. And then the next day, like, all their cows are dead. And they're like, huh, learned not to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that was found out in Mexico. That's my best guess. Okay, some poor Mexican dude and all his dead cows. Yeah. Oh, sounds sad. Yeah, but are you sad for him? Did you have some protosin? Some proto- I'm tosin over here, yeah. Hmm, okay. I don't want a drug that makes you sad. What are we doing? 
no and well that's the other problem with with just straight up empathy as as a an, an emotion is that like if you're having some protosin one of the side effects would be like man if you saw one of those like you know abused animal commercials or like you know charity commercials like while you're while you're tosin oh, like you had a little bit too much tosin you went into the break room and you saw like one of those commercials you'll just ball yeah yeah no that's no good that's no good oh, well i mean like like a lot of drug experiences you got to manage your environment ahead of time or have someone who manages the environment for you right like that's something that i've learned about like psychotropic drugs for example is you got to be real careful about the environment you're in before you indulge because that shit is going to affect your experience. Mm-hmm. So, 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 Bluke, mm-hmm. um, do you have like both a negative and positive uh, frame of reference for that? Because uh, Schmason does. <laughs> uh, well, uh, by all means, Schmason, it sounds like you have an anecdote. Uh, why don't Not- you? Not really. Um, mostly just, uh, uh, well, this is one of the things that I, I was wondering if we were going to get into, which was, like, how did we not design edibles, like, to a new extent? Like, <sighs> eating. Eating. <laughs> eating is great. Well, eating is great, but we already have edibles. I can go and get edibles. And I'll be yeah. able to get more in nine months. But, but right they now, do they only do a, a couple of things? Like depending on which edible you're talking about, and like in terms of food, there's only a couple of things that you can you can get your hands on. There isn't like you know. Uh, okay, so you wanna you wanna go like molecular gastronomy on some weed? Yeah, like I want to eat. I want to eat like a crispy crunch mm-hmm. that makes you feel uh, like you took ecstasy or something. Okay. Okay. So like uh, I want to have a bowl of lobster bisque that has cocaine in it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean something like that. Just a shit. I really love this lobster bisque. Man, this is so good. I should open a restaurant and just serve lobster bisque. I'll call it the Bisquetopia. It'll be the greatest. We, oh, we should totally yeah, do that. Yeah. Here's what we here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Oh, ah, we're gonna have lobsters. And we're Fuck just gonna yes. put them right in the bisque. Fuck yes. No cooking. <laughs> oh, we yeah, no, none of your bringing it back to the people, making it raw, making it authentic. I like it. I like it. Yes, we should totally do this. You gotta have some bisque. It's gonna claw right at your fucking nose. Well, that's more intense. It's a more intense experience. Get right up in there. Yeah. Life's pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you've sort of gone away from uh, the the experience of someone who had a drug and sort of. Became <laughs> became Frederick Nietzsche for a second. There is a new. It's a new character where it's like Frederick Nietzsche, but <laughs> God is dead and also come to my soup restaurant. <laughs> but it's like it's like coked up Nietzsche. So he's like huh, coked yeah. up Nietzsche. That's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, like this uh, this opens up a rich vein for like any famous philosopher paired with any drug. Oh, that's real good. Oh fuck. No, oh, no, it's, we it's can't. like an imp it's an improv game of okay, okay, uh from the audience, give me a philosopher. <laughs> Paracletes. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, give me a drug. MDMA. Okay. <laughs> And see, ready to go. Here we go. Uh, so anyway, um, drugs, drugs. Uh, are we liking the body paint or do we want to? I love the body paint. Concept, body paint's man. good. Okay, okay. Body paint's good. Uh, do we like the toast? I like the toast. I like, like toast, and I like, like to call like uh, like to toast. Okay, Just so a here's bit of, here's a question. I like this we, functional drug culturally. Thing. Culturally. Is this something that you take like a little bit of it to get through your day? Or are there special rooms, special restaurants that you go to, special venues? And you you like, oh, I'm going to have like this sort of experience where like maybe there's music, maybe there's dancing. Maybe, oh, no, they play a movie. Like they get a movie that normally you don't like, but you take a little of this stuff and like, oh, man, you're really connecting with all the characters on the screen. You know what's great about that too is that like say you you put up something that's like pretty trashy, right? Like say okay. say you watch Twilight mm-hmm. and and uh <laughs> the whole time you're tosin. Yeah. Just a, maybe a little too much tosin and you're feeling like oh man, like they tried so hard and the the this is you know, good for them that they've they've built this such such an incredible brand, and she doesn't get enough credit as an actor. C- C- Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, I think it is. Yeah, she doesn't get case enough credit. Yeah, C- case two. Uh, she doesn't get enough credit as an actor, actress, and um, and you know, you're just feeling such strong. Like I didn't give this its proper chance, and then the next day, you're you're coming off the toast, and I'm like, man, what was I thinking? <laughs> that was trash. It's a waste of an hour. But I, yeah. I, I like I like the idea of like having a special movie theater just for this. Like this is not something you do at the regular theater. This is bad for a regular theater. But you go to like because it's gonna make you more likely to talk to the screen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so You're you're a... screening exclusively movies that are like between four out of ten to seven out of ten ratings. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all movies that need to be sort of forgiven. <laughs> yeah, but, and not like CGI action fests. Like, we're talking something that has real emotion, real pathos on the screen, and you're like, okay, and you show up to this place, and you're going to paint yourself up. Maybe you could paint someone else. They could paint you back. That's cool. Uh, and then the movie's playing. But you don't have to focus on the movie. Like, this isn't one of those experiences where everybody's, like, focusing on the movie like you have in a theater uh, mm. this is more like it's a casual environment, but everybody together is collectively experiencing the movie. It, even though it's like a public venue, like a bar, it's still the kind of environment that you would have with a movie night at home where you're talking to each other through the movie and you're like, Oh, what's that guy again? Oh, it's and nobody's mad at you because it's expected. Like that's supposed to be how you experience this movie. Hmm. Well, I like it. I okay. think. I think maybe if we just have it be just like, oh, kind of like a moisturizing cream that mm-hmm. is mostly transparent, but maybe like one one model of it 
that isn't the full-on body paint. It's just a little bit of like a pink hue that mm-hmm. like you can mm-hmm. tell so you can tell how much you've put on basically. You don't lose yeah, track of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what's great about this is you can tell if someone's on it, right? It's like if if the cops like, "Are you on anything?" "No, officer, I swear." Well, really because I can look at your face. You Yeah. Want... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so tocin uh oxytocin is the active chemical in this, but uh, I like we should have a proper name for the drug itself, like a street name. Mm. Well, tocin and and toast, like to toast. I I kind of like. The... Are we just sticking with toast? We're good with toast. I don't know, because like a lot of the problem with slang is that you 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 bumble around with some of the you know words that are most convenient and you wind up talking about other stuff like oh uh he's a pink pinky he's a, that's a pinko nope that's a thing yeah there's uh, probably gonna be like a dozen different slang terms for it because a drug is the sort of thing that develops slang terms mm. yeah you know the the casual version of like asking for it is is maybe well, th- we're presuming that it's like on the streets that you got to get your hands on some some manufactured illegal neurotoxin and like yeah. I I feel that it's you know maybe some versions of it can get stronger and are, they are they are that thing but maybe they do have some forms that are like perfectly legal yeah, but you got to have like a prescription or you got to like go to a special dispensary or something yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And they only have like the blue. Like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I want something more discreet than this. My dealer had the better stuff. He had the better cream. That's why well, I, that's I mean, why I ho- hopefully in a few months it'll all be legal. So, yeah. I mean, but that's why I had the cream dealer in the first place, right? Because yeah. like there's protos and shit is too too corp, I too corporate. Hope he's going legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tw- it's twice the price for something half the strength. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just want some good cream. Really feel my friend. You know? I want I want some good cream. I want to like smear it all over, and then I want to watch Twilight. Oh, I want to grease up and and really oh. appreciate Twilight. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. I think this is exactly what it needs to be now. Th- this we have improved the world yet again, my brother. Mm. Yes. And and let's uh, conclude our performance. What do you think? Uh I think that we absolutely should. Um Ooh. this this has been good. You've been good. It's good to be good. It's all good. Oh man, that sounds like someone who's creaming right now. I just, what can I say? I just, I love things. And uh, I love you. You're my brother. Mm. It is so good that we have a podcast together. Yeah. This podcast, like, I I listen to it sometimes, and just I really feel us. And I'm so happy. Yeah, it's good stuff. Have a podcast together. Oh, boy. Just hanging out with a. And really sometimes high... I 
I listened man. to it on YouTube because we have YouTube clips. Those are really good. Yeah, they're. And yeah. I share the thing with my friends on Twitter and Facebook. That's true. That's good. Yeah. And I just I love. Hey, Blue. I love rating it on iTunes. Bl- it makes, yeah. Yeah. Why don't Why don't we just Why don't we just have a seat? Okay. And just. I'm I'm gonna get you a coffee. <laughs> I would love coffee. Don't you love coffee? It's so good when you make coffee for yeah, me. Yeah, I got it. It's real good. This real coffee, good coffee right here, this you made this for me. I you know what I appreciate too? That's so beautiful. I appreciate uh silence. That's something that I really like sometimes. Me too. We're so we should, alike. We should take some time to be silent. All right. Let's yeah. It'll be real good to just be quiet for a little bit. A little quieter. A little quieter. In fact, just just let's pretend to be asleep right now. Let's. Okay, Luke. Great. You asleep? Good. Okay, good. Okay, folks. So that concludes my performance as Schmason, the drug user. Uh, This is now Luke talking to you again. We'll see how long, uh, see how long Bluke is out, uh, but, uh, he's really committing to the, to the bit. Um, you've been listening to Hey, I've Got an Idea show where we invented a drug and, uh, like, like we were saying, you can hit us up and share our stuff. We really appreciate that. Um, there's fan art now. If you want to draw us a tub of, of protosin. Uh, we can maybe, if you've got a good idea of what that looks like, you can show us, share it with us. We'll, uh, we can put it in that fan art section. Um, we are going to design a new thing next week. And it is in fact, my turn to do that, to name drop what we are going to make. And I think that next week, you know, we did a drug. And sometimes certain drugs are referred to as candy. Well, and what, I think, candy? yeah, that woke that woke you up. C- candy. You could go for a candy. Well, I mean the the coffee's just hitting me, but yeah, no, I could uh, get that coffee taste out of my mouth with a little candy. I don't mind that. that. Hey, you're sounding a lot less obnoxious already. That's oh. great. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm feeling better. I uh, well, it also helped that when I, you know, sat down, I rubbed all that stuff off my ass. So now I'm oh, okay. I'm good. I'm caffeinated. I'm up. Let's just kind of got that a little hit bit. Me, that hit me. Hit me with the suggestion. We're doing candy. Is candy what we're doing? Yeah, I mean, we can invent a candy. You kind of stayed in my chair a little bit, actually. Uh, yeah, um, no, that's uh, that's the blue stuff. My bad. <laughs> yeah i stayed in your chair i don't give a shit about your chair anymore i don't give a shit about your fucking chair man and fuck <laughs> all right uh oh and now i see the pros and cons of that drug in full swing um but uh yeah we will invent a new candy next week i'm ready to rock me too and as always ladies and gentlemen Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> yep. Okay, there's a webcomic that exists. It's called Forward. 
it's available at forwardcomic.com. It's all one word, forwardcomic.com. There's a webcomic on it called Forward. You can read that webcomic and enjoy it. Do, do that. Do the thing that I just said. Go to forwardcomic.com. Like pause this podcast. Open up a browser. Forwardcomic.com. You can read Forward right now. It is good. It is good for things. Do, do that. Thank you.